welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am your host, Aaron, uh, hosting a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and beyond with theme music from Jasula. Find more about her at jasula.com. And today I have with me a fantastic duo, um, honestly already delightful from the get-go, uh, Miss Cheryl Smith and Brian Lazarus of um, the restaurant Cheryl's Global Soul. Say hi, guys. Hey. Hello, Aaron. Hi. Thank you both and so, so much for being here. You both have been so game for for coming oh, on to no. my show and um, <laughs> going through this experience. And I've been, I've been very excited for what we are about to play. Uh, but first, let's talk a little bit about Cheryl's Global Soul at the moment, which, you know, of course, is a restaurant uh, located in Brooklyn. Uh, how would you describe the food and the cooking that is done there? Um, I would describe it as, uh, well, it's Cheryl's Global Soul, which is world uh, flavors with the local ingredients. Um, it's a neighborhood spot, though, um, first and foremost. It's like mm. uh, before the pandemic, we were, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner, doing a crazy like brunch uh, every weekend. And also just, I think, have one of the best breakfasts in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. uh, and then then the evening, the dinner menu is where we take on like the global aspects of world flavors. Mm. And then during the day, we do like I have a sandwich board that has like I've named the sandwiches based on favorite people and friends um but we're you know it's it's really a neighborhood spot i really just wanted to have a like i say a cozy spot around the way for people to to gather at and you know brian is like one of my best friends he's also uh we are each other's um sensei and grasshopper (laughs) uh he gives me the music and i give him the food as as far as knowledge and um sharing goes so we've been really tied about that for a long time now so that's why when you you know when you asked me to do this i was like well i gotta have it would be so nice to have brian with me because you know sidekick we, yeah, sidekick. yeah. <laughs> we 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 have a lot of fun together how long have y'all known each other oh my god it's gone like six years now yeah maybe six i think it goes years. back like six seven years yeah we've yeah, a long uh, time. yeah and we met over music so yeah fantastic and food. um and food, right. Cheryl's Global Soul. Was that um, like an inspiration and creation uh, between the two of you or uh, just uh, you, oh, Cheryl? No, because no, it has it has your name on it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, she, really? she's yeah, I'm, it's her I'm, restaurant. It's, it's my restaurant. And yeah, I, I started like 15 years ago. 15, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I worked for years in restaurants to learn how to, to do all the jobs and, and to know how to effectively, efficiently run a restaurant. Because like I always tell people, it's not enough to say, oh, I love to cook, so I'm going to open a restaurant. You really have to know a lot about it because it's really easy to, to um, fail at restaurants. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, plus it's just something, I, it's one of those things that I love to do because it brings so many people together. It's like somehow it's, it's all the social things about restaurants appeal to me. Not mm-hmm. you know the communal aspects of eating, yeah, but the communal joy of eating together and spending time and conversation together—that's really big. I mean, I think a lot of people are kind of missing that right now, not kind Absolutely. of totally missing that right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, you know, what I created is something that I know uh, will, you know, I know how it impacts people mm-hmm. because it's it's as Brian knows, we we've cooked enough together and had enough great times over food. 
And so it is, it is the equalizer a lot of times. Yeah. Um, sharing a meal is, is really, um, it's, it's valuable in so many different ways. Uh, absolutely. And I mean, and you've been involved in kind of the, the food creation and sharing for a, a long time doing so many different things. I mean, I, I have your, uh, bio up right now on my computer and it's, um, outstandingly impressive um <laughs> Aaron, on like, the bio that you yeah, have does yes. it include um brooklyn bike club bike club of brooklyn champion in 2020 <laughs> no. because that might not have um gotten updated there but that's cheryl <laughs> food sorry, network bike club bike 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 club yeah bike club yeah she she totally won it's like, you know, it's one of those competitive chef, um, one of those yeah. competitive things where they're like, here are your ingredients. And Ow. Cheryl totally killed it because she made a drink. They gave them cotton candy mm -hmm. and soda water yeah. and different stuff. And one guy made tempura and she to she made a drink with the cotton candy <laughs> to sweeten the drink. And she won. She won the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, she made other stuff. That's not all she made. She made pizza. She made. It's just they weren't but, but expecting the cocktail. Oh no. The, the the cocktail as an addition was like a special thing. She made oh, this sure. killing pizza. Yeah. Well, but that's because I feel like it's a it's a, the whole experience. It's eating. It's a drinking. It's you know. It's a laughter. Yeah, so they have great yeah. drinks. There. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and and in in an adult legal world where where <laughs> alcohol is 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 good and and used responsibly, like it's. Always a joy to get a surprise alcoholic beverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you from other stuff you were going to say about the bio, though, Aaron. Oh, no. That's fine. Like, I'm happy to have your I mean, contribution. I meant to, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's great. I mean, I've just been, uh, slow, like, short of, like, fangirling over, over the fact that I, I get to have Cheryl in the, in the metaphorical studio with me right now. Um, Cheryl is the bomb. Yeah, Thanks, baby. She's so <laughs> you rock too, Brian. So stop it, stop it, really. But this is really about this is about Cheryl. <laughs> it is. It's yeah, about is Cheryl. About you, it's Cheryl. it's who who ha I mean, she had her own food show on like the Melting Pot on the Food Network. She's been featured in so many different cooking journals and shows, and uh, been an executive chef in different restaurants and worked. All you over. Know, all of this, you know, my mother, when I was a teenager, was she, they thought I, uh, this girl doesn't know what she wants to do. And I didn't because I, I like doing so many things, which is also what's great about Ooh. having a restaurant is that you can, you can really uh, take all of the things you love to do and put it in, in one space. Uh, yeah, you know, nice. but I remember she was like, you know, always like, Cheryl, you have such a good voice. So just because I didn't want to go right to college, she made me go to uh, Connecticut School of Broadcasting. I don't tell people no about way. that because I, I, I mean, it was just like I was, I was really not there. I didn't show up that much, but I did, <laughs> I did enjoy it. But she was always like, "You have such a great voice," and I'm like, "Thanks, mom." Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, so I went with that. But I mean, I enjoy. I mean, God knows, I love to talk. So I do. I mean, that's that's okay. I love to talk. So this is this is great. Yeah, you know? I, I always say I have a face for radio, so this is good. <laughs> oh god no no um, <laughs> well well i mean it's it's a, a pleasure to have your voice here and it does it is a very pleasant pleasant sounding voice for broadcast radio 
so you did a lot of other stuff besides cooking when you were younger. Uh, yeah, no, I did everything. I mean, it was, you know, you grew up, I grew up in Connecticut, so was, we mm. did everything. And also I, I do say I'm the youngest of three boys. So I actually mm-hmm. spent a lot of times doing what, doing whatever my brothers did. So, mm. you know, I don't, I didn't have any sisters. So, you know, if, if we're riding our bikes, if we're playing football, if we're doing whatever, I was just there. So it actually, I think that helped me um, kind of be fearless. I've always been in industries. I'm also a photographer and I, you know, do music, but I've always been in fields that, um, you know, I was just surrounded by men. And I guess because I, I was always very competitive. I mean, we just have to wrestle for the remote control, you know, who's going to, choose a channel was going to be like who really got up and had the remote in the hand at the end of this battle. Yeah. So I, I was just very used to um, being competitive and uh, not thinking I couldn't do something. So, you know, whatever I felt like doing over time, I've just gone for it. That's an absolute skill. Has uh, cooking always been like, I mean, the thing that you've really, no. they really went for. I mean, no. it sounds like you did so many other things, but Cooking growing up was a thing I avoided. I was like that. Mm. Oh, it's because I'm a girl. I have to cook. Mm. You know, again, I, I come from Caribbean uh, Caribbean background, so it was like the you know the girl things to do, learn to cook, so and all of that. But I was yeah. so busy doing everything else that I really, till I left home, was not cooking. I mean, I would cook when nobody was home and you know throw things together, but um, actively cooking was like no, because it was like you're you're trying to put me into a mold and I didn't believe in that so I actually uh didn't start to cook till I, till I left home and that was just because I was missing mom's cooking and also you know when you're living alone in New York mm. not really alone but on your own for the first time and paying for everything it gets costly to eat out so you know what do you do I, yeah. I better learn how to cook so it was not it was not again it was something I again I found that it just because uh some things come to me in a natural intuitive way and mm-hmm. food has been that for me. Once I started cooking, it was just like, oh, you know, a butchering a fish. Oh, let me see someone do it once. You know, like I'm, oh, wow. I found that I have that kind of ability and, and I've always just gone with it and trusted that, you know, this is one thing about, again, maybe just that Caribbean background. It's like, if you, you have two strong hands, you can do it. So mm-hmm. I would just, I would just do things that I saw and I watched as much as I, you know, I talked a little, I talk a lot now, but. I spent a lot of time watching people do what they do. And then I would try my hand at it. And those things, like I said, came very naturally, you know, and I get, maybe it's a, it was a tomboy part of me growing up. You know, if we're out like playing in the woods, if we're mm-hmm. whittling, whittling sticks, I'm doing that till I get cut too. You know, like I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. I, so I got, I'm really good with my hands. So I find that whatever I can, whatever I see, I can do, you know, I'll, I'll try it. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a powerful thing to uh, have the skills to be able to do to just like learn that quickly, um, which I I think we're gonna see in action possibly even on the show today. Which is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, the pressure! What, so like, what is what is something now? I'm just I'm just really curious. What is something that you are really looking into learning right now or experiencing with right now in terms of like cooking or like. Um. um because it sounds it sounds like Cheryl's Global Soul does uh, basic basically everything. Like from the way you described, um, it sounds like a real avenue for you to be able to explore global like foods and then like brunch foods. And then it's also it sounds like you know just fun stuff with your friends. Like you name yeah, sandwiches I mean, after your friends. That's the yeah. Goal. I mean, but you know, just like my friends, <laughs> I do. I my brother's uh, Steve's on there. He does a crazy BLT. Um, but beyond that, I I mean. 
I think because my friends are, you know, global mm. um, and I've sat at so many, you know, people's tables, I feel like even when I open, I was like, what, you know, to do Ameri just American food, what is just American food? Because there's so many influences from around the world. And mm. then when you eat with friends who cook their traditional home foods, I mean, you got to appreciate homespun food. Like that's, that's soul. I guess that's also where the the soul aspect comes from the restaurant it's like you know what we do is food that feeds the soul so whatever you're having whether it's a blt or the tagine it's going to be like you're going to be so satisfied mm -hmm. um and that's one thing that if you're going to open a restaurant and not have people leave there satisfied then i don't know why you opened mm -hmm. you know um so part of this whole thing is in me not wanting to settle on just one type of food but also whatever it is, you know, even the, 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 the thickness of the bacon that we use for the BLTs is important. You know I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like the elements, you know, like, even, like again, the BLT, it's vine-ripe tomatoes. I don't, I can't use just those regular tomatoes you see because each element put together just the right way is so satisfying. In this whole process of this pandemic, I've, I kind of, what I want to do is take what we do to a different level. Ultimately, when we, um, things get back to some kind of normal, mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it's more about sustainability at this point. I'm thinking about, you know, so many things about the restaurant that I, restaurants that I'm not really happy with that I would like to change moving forward. So even while I've had this pause and then the struggle, I'm thinking about how we could come out at the other side of this being, I don't know, somehow more conscientious, um, yeah. more, um, you know, which doesn't mean I'm going to go full organic, you know, only wild because those are a cost prohibitive, you know, I mean, I can't yeah. be that local spot. That's like, Oh, my BLT. Oh, by the way, that heritage pork you're eating, that BLT is going to be 24 bucks now, you know, right. for a sandwich. Right. Like that's the difference. Yeah. People have to realize that, you know, that's, you know, while I, I'll try to do like, <laughs> try to stick to, the quality of stuff, I also am not going to go insane and become like the total purist who feels like, well, I can't use this if it's not this or that, because then I won't have, we won't be that comfortable neighborhood spot, you know? Yeah. So I, I've just had to sit back and look at what we can do moving forward um, in a different way. Absolutely. Um, that's more, like I said, conscientious. Absolutely. How have you seen this dialogue uh, come into the restaurant space as a whole because I mean sustainability is it's extremely important and it's something that that cannot be uh, like addressed in like it can be addressed individually but also needs to be addressed like on a larger scale like have you had these conversations and heard these discussions like among uh, your peers um no I actually look my peers are just so they're as busy as I am like we're like I keep saying we're just a squirrel trying to get a nut we, mm. we haven't had time to sit and, and have dialogue. It's just, this is the stuff that's going on in my head. Gotcha. And then part of it is, 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 as we're going to talk about, it's a sci-fi kind of um, <laughs> way I was raised again with my brothers reading we, tons of sci-fi. But I just see like the writing on the wall and I see that, you know, we all have to, um, we have to make a change. Although it's very hard right now because we, mm -hmm. you know, I want to go get away from plastic, but I'm thrust into this, oh, everything, you know, they, everything has to be, for delivery go. and takeout. So yeah. all of a sudden we're, we were moving away from those things and now we have to kind of embrace them just to uh, deliver food. Like, by. do I say, yeah. Oh, bring, bring your Tupperware. Cause then I can't, cause then we have to sanitize it before we use it. You know, just there's so many ways that we cannot even start to really make change until things get back to, um, you know, a different way, a, a new way, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. So, that's real yeah. until until um, people are less maneuvering, trying to avoid in- people. Contact, yeah. yeah. How has running and managing Cheryl's Global Soul been in the midst of a pandemic? Mm. Oh, man. Brian can tell you this. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, um, it's yeah, it's, it's hard because, you know, we've had hiccups along the way. You know, there was, you know, mm-hmm. what was it? Uh, the economy crashed in 2008. Then there was Sandy. And everything is like a, a step forward and a step back. And all of this dance we do. But, um, I mean, our business, once you know, they closed down the city, it went like down 80%, Mm. you know, and I literally was in a ball, like in my bed for a day going, Oh, what the fuck, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what are we going to do? Like, do I just, you know, should I close? Should I stay open? But I was like, no, I have to do whatever to stay open because if you close, you're not going to be able to reopen. And also if I close what we are to the neighborhood, which is, you know, really, I mean, people love our spot, but you know, we've watched, I've, I've seen um, couples on their first date night, you know, to their anniversary, mm-hmm. you know, anniversary dinner for their wedding, to the first child, to seeing those kids walk in. We're such a part of the neighborhood that I felt like if we, we have to kind of stay here for the neighborhood, not just for me, mm-hmm. but for the people who really need this, this space to feel like it's not so, it's not as bad as we think, or maybe there's there's hope. I mean, on the other hand, Absolutely. like Brian just helped me put together a GoFundMe for the restaurant because it's it's a struggle. Because again, yeah. when they shut down the city recently with the indoor dining being closed down, people became yep. panicked again. And so they actually, like right after, I guess, Thanksgiving and people buying too much food and cooking and all of that, it was like, again, we went back down to like 60% of what we used to. It was like mm. another cliff dive. So we were going along and then with, you know, along with winter and cold weather and yeah. all of that, it was just like, you know, we were back to the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so we want to be here when things start to clear up. Absolutely. And so, you know, this, it's a struggle for this first two months in January, February into March, when mm-hmm. as soon as the weather gets a little better, people are going to want to sit out. They're going to want to stroll. They want to grab a coffee on the way to the park. They're gonna wanna, you know, they're going to, that stuff yeah. will happen again. So I'm tr- just determined to be here for when that happens, because I know how to work hard and I have a great crew and, you know, we're a skeleton crew right now, but you know, we want to get some of those people back and, and we will. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. uh, we, we definitely, we being me, the person who runs the show, like we, we want you, we want you all to be there as well. Um, Thanks. I, I mean, I've, I've known and loved Cheryl, Cheryl's global soul since I, moved to Brooklyn like five years ago. Um, oh, and thank I'd, you. I'd, I'd love to see oh, y'all nice. uh, more. Uh, where can people go find uh, your GoFundMe? That's a well, good question. <clears throat> if they just go to GoFundMe.com and search for Cheryl's Global Soul, that's the that's the easiest way. Okay. Um, yeah. You heard it here, folks. Go help them out. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and thank you. And we should uh, move oh, on Aaron. into the gaming. But, oh, yeah, was there something? Well, well, before you before we go to the the next part, just yes. so, like um, an example of you know some of the flavors, because we didn't talk too specifically about the food, but like um, yeah, tell me more the about the wings. Food. Yeah, like the wings are a good example in my mind of you know how different the flavors can be. Um, like uh, when you were asking her what's some things that she's into messing around with, mm-hmm. our friend we have a friend um, who's Korean, and Cheryl pretty recently uh, made like this Korean um, chicken wings recipe like a glaze and then there's a chili plum 
wings that are that's that's kind different. Of Chinese inspired. Chinese inspired. Yeah. Then there's a Cajun one that's like a little crunchy um, and hot. And then there's a jerk one that's Caribbean. You know, which that's is been her, on there from day one. Yeah, like that's yeah. She, she's Caribbean. So the, the, there's a lot of Caribbean infusion and in, in just everywhere in the food. But there's like a bulgogi steak. There's one of the most impressive dishes I think when I have guests is um, the escovitch, which is a whole fried fish, just the entire fish, um, deep fried wow. with Why all. Why do these, people um... want to take the heads off? Or they they just don't want to understand a fish has a head? <laughs> then Cheryl Cheryl will reach over and like take the eyeballs out of your fish and eat them if you're being slow. So, but with and like just just some really cool dishes yeah killing burger like over the top burger um fries like really good fries just just a lot of different flavors going on all right okay. you get the idea Aaron. yeah i i mean it's I, i'm already starving so <laughs> yeah <laughs> we will we'll, we'll dream of of cheryl's uh future menus and of course current menus as well now before we get into move on into the rest of the hour i do have a question for you both how familiar are you with tabletop role-playing games like the one we're going to play <laughs> today? So we learned not about familiar. it like yeah, not 20 familiar minutes at all. ago. It's not cool. familiar at all. 20 minutes ago. I mean, you've heard of Dungeons & Dragons, though, right? Yes. yes. Oh, absolutely. And I have had some terrifying experiences with Dungeons & Dragons. Terrifying? Yeah, like just not realizing that it was going to be like a five-hour thing, like just some friends being like, hey, we're going to go play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, my. And then just the intensity of like all of a sudden there's this new person, like do I kill them? Do I – and everyone else knowing what they're doing and like they can fly the plane and I have no idea what I'm doing. And like uh, I just – Very rules. I, I very rules heavy. That's fair. <laughs> I know nothing. Well, and just – just the intensity of like any decision that you make, you know, I don't know, but th that, mm. we're not this. I feel like the stakes are a little lower with what we're doing. Yes. We're yes. not killing people. We're not, there's not like strength and, um, oh, I don't know about dragons. you, Ryan. I'm going to be talking about, okay. Sorry, you're going to kill somebody. <laughs> Can she kill me in the game? Uh, I mean, it seems unlikely, but you know, considering <laughs> that we're telling stories about, uh, you know, we're just telling a story about a person oh, or a on. being or a living being. Um, it can be, I mean, you could have that, you could have that person or being kill someone, like, technically. Bring it on, Cheryl. Oh, boy. What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> um, yeah, so what we're playing today has much fewer rules than Dota's a Dragon. So I think, I think we're, we're going to do well. And it's even food related. So, yay. Very exciting. Uh, but. This. Before we do the thing, uh, first, I have to tell y'all a couple of things that are going on with the radio station, and then we'll get into it. So let me just read those real quick. If you live in New York City and run for either fun or exercise, here's a way to learn something about the city while you're getting in your workout. City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind. New York City takes pride in the diversity and character of its neighborhoods, and these unique running tours offer an opportunity to learn the history of a neighborhood and get personal recommendations from your guide. Choose from tours of 23 neighborhoods, including the East Village, Upper West Side, Bushwick, Long Island City, and Roosevelt Island. For more information about the running tours and to see the list of neighborhoods and full tour schedule, check out their website at www.cityrunningtours.com slash New York City and check out a live tour every Saturday at 10 a.m. on Instagram.com slash cityrunningtours. Wear a mask if you do this. 
Also, Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. As it has been for so, so many, 2020 was a difficult year for us financially, and every dollar helps us to stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. Please help by pledging whatever you can. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all our contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donates. Yeah, that's it. Let's do some gaming. Alrighty. So. Let's do this. What we're playing today <laughs> is a little game called Feast, uh, described as a game about food, power, and identity. It was created by Sharong Biswas. Uh, so thank you so much to you for creating this game for us. Uh, it is a game that is based around the idea of a shared meal and telling story through the inspiration of taste. So it involves the five um, taste flavor profiles, um, sweet, salty, sour, bitter, and umami. And essentially we, as players are playing um, entities that are have attached ourselves to an individual and we are consuming that individual's memories and personality. So in the gameplay mechanic, that is represented by food. And so what we're going to be doing is we're gonna go through a couple of rounds where we eat a piece of food from a different flavor profile. And depending on what flavor it is, um, it will prompt us to tell a story or a memory that this that this individual has so that we can kind of tell a story about just a, an, an individual or just telling a story. Uh, and I am absolutely thrilled to be able to use some meals from Cheryl's Global Soul to do this. So I have in front of me two meals. <laughs> I will not eat the entirety of both in, over the lot. course of this setting. Uh, but I am very pleased to have um, a tonkatsu bowl here and also uh, a sake glazed salmon dish. They both have, you know, together all of the flavor profiles, essentially. Um, and I've been salivating sitting with these in front of my face <laughs> for the past half hour. So let's get into it. Um, Basically, I think we should all introduce what entities we're being and also the individual that we've attached ourselves to to start with, and then we'll go through rounds of tasting some stuff. Uh, so Cheryl, you want to introduce yourself first? Introduce myself or what I'm eating? What... <laughs> <laughs> um, let's give our listeners a little bit of context on okay. uh, who, like, who, what entity you are and okay. uh, what so... individual you are, quote unquote, consuming today. Okay. I am an alien parasite. who become parasite, alien parasite. being parasite. Um, and I, um, I'm a universal traveler, so, and I've been trapped in the ice in the Arctic for a while, but somehow I was released. I don't know why, but I was released. Um, Global warming. Must hey. be, must be. But mm -hmm. I, um, I've been trapped in there for a millennial and I, I'm now, I was in, fresh water but now I'm tasting salt and I'm just floating around in the ocean and I attach myself to a polar bear so a polar bear 
happened to pass by close enough and I hitched a ride. So now I've burrowed myself into his fur. Yeah. Brian, do you want to introduce your... Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm a ghost. And I've just been floating around the universe, just haven't had a host in a while. And um, there's this very hardworking Italian um, soccer player, but, you know, kind of unlucky guy that uh, has, he's never quite made it. He's always worked really hard, had many like family things he's had to attend to, um, but a little bit of a, a little bit of a frustrating go of it. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to go right in him. I'm going to occupy him. Great. And right. I, in my little corner of the world, am ascension fungi. Uh, so I, I am I am ascension fungus, and I I was also in the ocean, and I um, I kind of grew, attached myself and grew uh, in the mouth of a fish, and my fish was picked up by a uh, fishing vessel, which had a fisher person, uh, a fisherwoman, who, uh, you know, handled the fish, and I was like, hey, this human seems, you know, like they have better vibes than this fish, so I decided to attach myself to the human woman. That was that's a good us. call. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. us, we're just a motley crew. A motley crew, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, so, now that we have our, our, our hosts, um, now we have to tell the story. We have to uh, start kind of tasting them and telling stories about them. So there are five rounds, and we'll see how many we can get through uh, in the time that we have. So the first round uh, is everyone is going to go around the table, the table, quote unquote, and uh, we'll each take a bite of one of the flavor profiles and um, tell and relate the memory or thoughts that the host was experiencing at the moment that they were infected with one with us. So do y'all want me to go first on this one? Sure. Mm, yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm going to take a bite of the bitter flavor profile that I've got here, which is um, some pickled vegetables. So I'm just going to take a bite out of this. I wonder if this is, yeah. I love the pickled vegetables. I don't know if I need to like show the crunch. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up the crunch. We'll be the, we'll be the crunch brigade. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do the foley. You're the foley artist doing the crunch. Right. Um, what is it? ASMR. <laughs> that yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, the prompt for bitter is. Um, the thought is about something that my host regrets from what for their own actions. So when I inhabited or you know infected my host woman, whose name is Clara. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Clara the Fisherwoman. Clara the Fisherwoman. Clara was thinking about an ex that she had that she regretted 
because she spends so much time on her fishing vessel out in the ocean, uh, mm. she kind of neglected this person, and uh, the relationship kind of fell up, fell off, and um, Clara is uh, regretting kind of kind of losing that relationship which is complicated because she also loves the work that she does um and she um like really connects with and identifies with being like on the sea and doing this work but she also regrets not making time to connect with other things other people yeah because she spends mm. a lot of time out at sea right yeah Solitary gotta get that fish. Life. Yeah, gotta get that fish. Gotta get that fish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All, right, All right, that's my round one. All right, so let me try. Oh, uh, let me try the umami, which is the um, seaweed. Yeah, um, the seaweed on the fish. Mm, on the fish. Yeah. It reminds me of when I fish right on this polar bear. Because what I do is I embed myself, I get into the skin, and I travel like a missile through his bloodstream to his brain. And I grow from that. Mm. I grow in there so I can feel what he's feeling. And not that I'm a manipulator, but mm. my, my need to survive is pretty um, strong. So I have to understand how his body works. So you're and a parasite. I'm a parasite. Yeah. I'm opportunist. So, so yeah, so this, this, this um, the umami is, you know, what I, what I want to, in this symbiotic relationship, since I need to survive, I'm going to master his functions so <laughs> I can get closer to maybe some kind of creature that has a voice. But right now, it seems my survival instinct is the th most important thing in this polar bear. So, okay. yeah, I'm gonna- uh, what, yeah. what thought or experience was the polar bear having that could be considered a contribution to an individual or the world at the moment that you started taking over its functions? What thought, the thought was- Yeah, that the bear had. When, when I, sense what the bear what yeah. i could sense that he was feeling was that um he was feeling lonely hmm. and that he hadn't seen another polar bear for a while yeah i, I sensed loneliness in my we have a theme bear. we have a theme <laughs> <laughs> oh no it got sad no. <laughs> got the fisher if only the like claire the fisher person and the polar, the polar bear, bear. Could, bear could find up. each this other could, somehow. I mean, this could be a beautiful thing. I, I I wouldn't object to Clara having a pet polar bear. That sounds Aww. rad. Brian. So. <laughs> 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 okay, so yeah, my guy is like this Italian soccer player. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bite of this um the sake glaze. I'm gonna have a bite of the sake salmon. Um, right. And it's got this sake glaze that's really tasty. And sweet. Um, I when I got in there, I felt his um, memory of his father, who who um, really got him into soccer and taught him about soccer and played with him. 
and like yeah i mean that's that's really it you know playing outside there was sort of a they had like a dirt um road near their house and they would play soccer and it was, that was like his best memories with his dad his mm. dad passed away so it's mm. you could call it bittersweet but in this time he's remembering back you know um to his dad playing soccer with him yeah the sweetness of the memory yeah cool it was like it was like late afternoon golden light you know oh how pleasant i like that <laughs> there we go not all lonely Although the, da the dad is dead, but. <laughs> go, go, go. Oh, oh still going? <laughs> oh. Okay. Amazing. Um, great. I mean, well, that's round one. So now we can just sally on forth into round two. Um, round two, we're supposed to relate the memory or thought that the host hasn't touched in a while. So something that they haven't thought about in a while, apparently. Um, mm. I know, interesting, right? Haven't thought about it in a while, yeah. Um, but it could hmm. be any of the it could be any of the flavor flavors, right? Yeah, it can be any of the flavors. Yeah. Um, you can repeat yourself also. I and, think. Okay, so and yeah. I'm sorry, say that one more time. We're we're doing one. So for round two, yeah. we're Stop. relating a memory or thought that the host hasn't touched in a while. Ah, okay. The host. Um, the host. Yes. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's uh, Clara and the memory that she hasn't touched in a while. Let's see. What do I want to eat? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'll go for some sweet on this one. Give me some of that fish. Get in here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, a memory that Clara hasn't touched in a while is, so this is, this is, um, and the sweet is like friendship or love, and so this is kind of like a memory that was kind of like a funny happenstance. So, um, she used to work on like a larger fishing vessel, um, but then went off to, to do some independent work, and um, she was on the seas working when she came across another ship and she wasn't sure who it was. There aren't many ships on a route. And lo and behold, it happened to be like one of her best friends from high school that she hadn't seen in a long time. And wow. just kind of like the joyful remembrance of that kind of like the kind of joyful surprise where you're like, you're not expecting anything. You're not necessarily having a bad day, but you just kind of, something like surprisingly happy happens and it's like oh this is this was really lovely and they kind of had a moment where they said hello and maybe you know shared you know Fishing shared stories. a couple of stories and reminiscences from their like uh you know as they drank from their 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 flasks or whatever mm. and you know had a little a little sip of something and chatted a little bit and then went on their way but just kind of had a pleasant little moment Mm. So, so she was remembering that she hadn't thought of that in a while yeah she hadn't thought of that in a while alright well I'm gonna have I hope it makes her feel better because she was feeling kind of <laughs> she, she, she was kind of sad before yep good uh, point I'm, oh my god I'm thinking in my head like I'm just had some of this 
the pickled Food veg. And I'm thinking bitter. Yeah. And the host is sensing beyond the loneliness before he was regretting the time he's the short time he spent with that female polar bear mm. <laughs> and that <laughs> wait did you mention the other female did no you you're that talking before? about what the host is sensing that the you know the host is feeling is yeah. feeling yeah so he had a, a bit lady. of her you know every season or so yeah if if, if this bear is lucky Polar bears got to do what a polar bear's got to do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is human, how, this yeah. is animal nature, Brian. <laughs> is that, you know, there's a lot of ice out there. It's not that often you come across Yeah. Uh, polar bear S. So, it's not like so, the penguins. No, not at all. They, they don't. So, yeah, he was mm-hmm. just regretting that he didn't spend more time, you know, um, with that last polar bear, female polar he bear. He kind of just... Yeah, I mean, did his business, and he could—he can tell that, you know, for some reason, this polar bear thought that last polar bear was kind of special and should have stayed maybe a little longer. But you know, it's that whole machismo thing, and like, yo, I've done my business. <laughs> I got you know, stuff to do. I got and then stuff he just to wanders do. Wanders off into the frozen tundra. You, you got a couple of, you know, cubs Nature in there working. Nature versus nurture. So, yeah, you got a couple of cubs working there. I've done my job. So. Anyway, so yeah, regret yeah. that he didn't mm-hmm. stay a little longer because few and far okay. between these days. Yeah, interesting. Tough life <laughs> for all of our hosts, man. <laughs> Dang. Listen, emotions are complex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so my guy, um, whose name is Lorenzo. Um, Sweet. He, he. I'm gonna have a little bit of this rice. And the rice, I'm not going to say it's salty because it's not salty. It's perfectly, you know, it's perfectly seasoned. But Thank you, Brian. You, you know, rice, if there's no salt in it, then it tastes right. weird. Again, in my opinion. Brian. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a very, these aren't very salty dishes. So I'm just going to go with the rice. I like to think well balanced. Yeah. Um, and that is... um personal triumph and so Lorenzo um I guess it takes him back to a um there was a what do you call it a um oh my god I'm blanking on the word not a festival like you know a competition a A um, tournament tournament tournament. thank you tournament yeah tournament yeah (laughs) with a bunch of teams and um he totally crushed it in the in in that tournament and that was when yeah they I think he scored three goals in one game like he just it was his time you know they probably carried him on their shoulders when they left like totally and he and he thought at that time um you know he was gonna well I'm not gonna I don't want to get back to the bitterness you know but (laughs) that was the peak he peaked you know they were playing um yeah rival club and he scored some goals he played great defense He, he did great the crowd was going crazy Tight. That's great. Yeah. Personal triumph. Mm. Personal triumph. Yeah. Cool. All right. He got over his fear of the ball. Ooh, important. <laughs> <laughs> important if you want to be uh, a, a soccer slash football A footballer. Player. A football player. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Round three. Okay. Uh, 
every so for round three we're supposed to relate the memory or thought that the host shared only with someone close to them uh, memory that shared only with someone close okay something confidential yeah. or you could say a secret a secret or it could be an experience that they only had with someone else oh right it doesn't have to be something they told them yeah they share, I, I feel I feel like the gotcha. definition of shared is a little, you know. It's loose. It's loose. Thank well, you for interpreting yet. the not hand as, gesture as, that my listeners can't hear. Um, as polar bears do, we don't talk that much, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're on a roll. Do you want to go first this round? Well, I, I, you know what? I, um, I think, you know, again, like what... Um, uh, I, again, I did sour before, right? No, yeah. let's do let's do sweet this time. I'm gonna taste a little of this glaze. And, um, I'm thinking about the time, or the 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 polar bear is thinking about the time when he was a cub, and he remembered having a little brother, and how they spent their days just sliding down these giant um, piles of snow, and that you know the friendship that he shared with his brother and he thought he remembered they were thinking they would always have each other that they would always play and frolic like this and he doesn't remember why they separated huh so um i think he just remembers that they were really close and then one day they just were no longer together and mm. The alien is also wondering, but the alien doesn't can feel this, but doesn't know why. But that's because he doesn't know polar bear nature enough. Mm. Still learning. He's learning. Still learning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Just saying, polar bears are like a very smart choice because polar bears are actually very like dangerous to humans. Yeah, so, and also to each yeah. other. And to They're, each other. To each yeah. other. Like at some point, it's you know. You know, it's for, you know you're on your own, especially if you're a male. Yeah. I mean, they're even dangerous to their cubs. Freaky. Just a thought. Food for thought. But they're oh, also hey. so cuddly. Yeah, till they reach a certain age. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Brian, do you want to go or should I? Uh, you can go. All right. Uh, sh uh, shared only with someone close to them. Um, uh, burr, 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 burr. What have I done already? Um, I'll go with sour with this lovely, uh, technically sweet and sour um, sauce on uh, the pork on the tonkatsu here. So let me just take a bite out of us here. Oh, it's so good. Mm, okay. God, I love food. Um, <laughs> For the people, the radio people, they don't, they, they probably, it's like a big um, thing of breaded uh, pork um, rice with pickled vegetables. I don't know if they had a visual. Um, well, tongue, they, tongue, yeah. they don't technically have one. Um, what are we going to say about tonkatsu? <laughs> No, tonkatsu is just uh, like, that's like Japanese um, uh, to-go food, which is like, you know, whatever it is, it's thinly 
done and sometimes not so thinly, but uh, crusted in a panko crust, deep mm. fried, and then you can put any kind of sauce on it. So yeah, it's yeah. it's just deep fried goodness. Mm, yum. Okay. Can't resist fried food. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I, I did the the sour, which um, let's see. Sadness of an event or circumstance that she shared. So an event that she shared. I'll you know I'll make this one. I'll make this one uh, a, a little different from like personal. Clara is going to share. She had a, a rare experience in her solitary life at sea where she witnessed, um, where she, she saw a, um, a whale. She, she came across a whale on her, on her fishing travels. And, um, this whale unfortunately had, um, some sort of like, wire or cables like you know wrapped around a couple like its tail fins and um the whale looked like it was in pain and she did help the whale to get unstuck but it was a sad experience slash event um to kind of witness and remember the extent to which um the pollution affects uh the sea that she loves mm. So the whale was okay? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> My version. You can play some happy music there, right? Like, some, like, <laughs> triumphant do, 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 music. Do, do, do. Yeah. Yeah, the whale was okay. She, she was just... save the day. Clara on the way. <laughs> yeah, she was only, she was only Clara, sad because of, like, ah, oh, pollution sucks. Like, that was basically, like, the sad Yeah, part. that was the sad part. But yeah. the whale lived... Yeah, I mean, you, it makes yeah. you think of all the well, other this, this whales that might not stories to tell you. Yes, there there are many whales who oh. uh, have not survived human pollution and effects, but this whale is okay. Oh, um, thank God. Yes. What was the whale's name? Boy. Um. Boy. No, no, no. Boy the oh, whale. Oi! Oi! Hey! Um, the the whale's name is uh, Mona. Mona. Because it, yeah. you know, goes <laughs> no. moans. So it's Mona. Nice. Alright. Okay, right. so I'm just going to make an aside about the food. Just something that I've been thinking. Go for it. Because we've been saying that the pickled veggies are bitter. I don't know. Are they? Like, I'm gonna pick a. They're to me they're um, sour, sweet and sour. No, Cheryl, am I wrong? Sweet and sour, yeah, but you know the it's a vine- the vinegar is. But oh, there's another know, thing that. Mm-hmm. I think the greens under the sake salmon actually have more bitterness. That you're right. You're right. That's um, that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. No, I'm no, just saying. I'm just I'm just making notes. You know. It's got the garlic too in there. It's just a little. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is a great okay. balance to the other parts here. But yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it all fits together. <laughs> um, well, so... maybe we'll use that going forward. <laughs> we, the accuracy, you know. I mean, I don't know. All right. That, so... No, that's that's fair. I trust y'all to to have a better grip on the flavors of these dishes than I do. Um, 
Cheryl's the sensei. I'm the grasshopper with the food. But if it's about um, music, then she's the grasshopper. That's and right. I'm the sensei. Hi. 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 <laughs> Hi, sensei. You guys watch Cobra Kai? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I haven't. No. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's your turn, Brian. Noted. Yeah, yeah. You You're not getting out of this. Thanks, Cheryl. Okay, so a thing they shared. Um, well... One time, Lorenzo rode a polar bear on a trip to Antarctica. Bareback. Whoa! Okay. And it was, like, super awesome. Just, like, somehow <laughs> there was a friendship that was kindled. Just, like, grabbed onto the scruff of its fur. And just, like, And that's when trancing. I grabbed onto the, sc the scruff of Lorenzo's fur. <laughs> and 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 moved to another being. The, the polar bear uh. took took Lorenzo back to his lair. Nah, <laughs> that didn't happen. It yeah, was I'm just, like, how does that work? If there's already a ghost in there, and then an alien comes along, do you say, "Hey, get out! I've been here." Like, yeah, well, the when... ghost. No, Lorenzo. Yeah, the ghost is inside Lorenzo, and the aliens inside the polar bear. Are but you now, saying did the, the ghost the... and the alien hook up? But no, the, now the now the the alien is now leaving the polar bear for a more, uh, you know, social being, which is Lorenzo. Dude. So now oh, I'm. So I'm Lorenzo gonna, has the ghost and the alien. I'm gonna move into Lorenzo because he walks upright and talks. Again, oh, I'm you're, an opportunist. You're social climbing. I'm an you're freaking Darwin climbing. Look, that's look. I've been around for again <laughs> centuries. I'm I not, can't believe I'm not, that. No, that I'm not slow. I know. I know when to to hop bodies. Oh my god, there's I'm not just... enough room. My ghost. So is this when we fight? No, not, not externally, but internally. Erin, <laughs> do you have any di di oh dice? You I, can, I like... have so many dice, but this game doesn't have any dice in it. Uh... <laughs> just roll once, like ghost smacks alien. In the face. <laughs> Back into polar bear. How much damage did oh I do? God. Okay. I almost feel like this has just like become a race to who like can actually like consume the host first. Like that's the way I'm picturing. Well, well this. this is this is when mm, you right. know Clara rescues Lorenzo. Uh, Lorenzo from the oh. from the. Oh, ice they're all gap. gonna hang out. And now they're gonna make. And babies. now we're all just gonna hang out. We're gonna make babies now. Wait, Clara what? and Lorenzo. Yeah. With a ghost, which is a ghost, an alien, and a fungus. There you go. It's it's you know it's a cyclical thing. <laughs> you know everything goes around comes around. You know it's a small planet. Everyone's uh, got to find each other. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got to find each other, and apparently the answer is to go to the Antarctic. And that's um, where it's happening. That's where it's, that's, that's where it's at, everybody. <laughs> that's where it's melting. That's where the fish are. That's why she goes that far. And it hasn't <laughs> been gentrified. It's the only <laughs> place. <laughs> It hasn't been gentrified. <laughs> Coming from Brooklyn oh here, so. Wow. Well, I mean, we're like basically at the end of the hour, and this was just so perfect that I think we're gonna, have to, to leave, we're gonna have to leave the game there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and we'll trust you to draw a picture of like the final. Hang. Oh God. Uh, if if any of our listeners are good at art, please draw that and send it to us. I admit I am a stick figure drawer, unless I have Me too. a reference point. Um, I want a happy picture of the polar bear rug that Lorenzo and Clara. Oh, they're like by the fire. Yeah, and okay. they're then they're babies. 
You know, okay. That uh, <laughs> uh, you, you, you sacrificed you yourself. You <laughs> sacrificed your opponent. I'm not that there. smart. I'm an instinctual action. Anyway, go right ahead. Yeah, listen, listen. Maybe each Aaron. of us. Maybe they have triplets, and maybe each of them like get their own. Like the ghost, kid, like the ghost and the fungi and the alien oh, get their own baby, and then they totally. become like superhumans. That'd be there some baby. Yeah. There you go. Our own Marvel universe. That's it. That's it. That's a story. Um, this is outstanding. Did, how did y'all feel about doing this? It was good. It was fun. It was fun. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank thank you both so much. This was um, this was just so delightful, just generally. Oh, um, and <laughs> I can only imagine uh, how how fun this is and like in 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 this capacity and also being able to like do this and share meals like in person as well. So I hope we all while you're eating together. Well, Aaron, yeah. when spring comes and Brian and I are doing music again at the restaurant, we'll be out front. Come hang and have some cocktails with us. Okay? Absolutely. I'll walk right yeah. on over. Yeah, yeah we cool. play. That's a thing that Aaron doesn't know, that we every Thursday we would play music at the restaurant. Mm. Um, and we would have other people play with us, but we would always sing songs together. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Well, to times like that again. Uh, yes. And in the meantime... Um, Outside of donating to the Cheryl's Global Soul GoFundMe page mm-hmm. to support Cheryl's Thanks Global Soul and, uh, you know, keep them a uh, bastion and a home for good eating in Brooklyn. Um, is there anywhere else that they should be looking for you or following you or trying to find you on the Internet? I think we have a Cheryl's Global Soul Instagram and um, I'm so not I'm, I'm just getting used to these things. But bottom line mm-hmm. is. Just come through. I think more than anything, we just, you know, numbers help. So people can swing by and grab something that's really appreciated, you know. But, um, yeah, look for me on Instagram. Uh, yeah, Cheryl's Global Soul. Got it. All right. Well, um, thank you all both so much. And thanks to our listeners for being here listening to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And uh, make sure to eat some good food. We'll talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.